You're listening to a Mint podcast brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hi, I'm Shovik Das. I'm Leslie Demonte and I'm Deepthi Ahuja. You're listening to Mint Etc, a podcast where we will talk about important developments in technology and how they will transform our lives, work and play as we know it. This is a special episode for Versuni. For 130 years, Philips has been an essential part of our lives. Its main focus has been on improving consumer experience. It does so not just through its resolve to be growth oriented, but also by investing heavily in the right kind of innovation relevant to its consumers. Stepping into the new year, Versuni decided to cement this commitment by unveiling its new manufacturing facility in Gujarat, India. With an investment to bolster local infrastructure and foster employment opportunities, Versuni anticipates the creation of more than a thousand new jobs within the community over the next three years. To talk to us about the company's global and local approach, or rather a global approach, we have with us Mr. Hank Deong, the global CEO of Versuni. Hi, Hank. Welcome to Mint Etc. How has your trip to India been so far? It has been lovely. It's always great to be in India, Deepti. Awesome. Yeah. Lovely. Now, um, Versuni's main objective has been to turn houses into homes, right? Yes. And you've been with the company for the past 30 years. Yes. Um, how has this resolve shaped up? And uh, what are some of the key technological adoptions that have made Versuni's products innovative and intuitive? Yeah. So let me first explain a little bit about uh, the purpose, turning houses into homes. Yes. So you buy a house, but you make it your home. You live there with your family, with friends. When you go out of the house of your parents, you perhaps get married or you live together. So you find uh, a new home. And uh, that was so inspiring. And people saw that the, everywhere it was a universal need that we took the word universal and we hustled it to Fazuni. So every time when Everybody that works at Fazuni hears Fazuni. They know it's about turning houses into homes. Now, we are the proud uh, work. We are very proud to work with the Philips brand. We have more brands. And of course, Philips is more than 90 years in India. It brought many great innovations. Um, and what we now see, to your question with the technology, absolutely. We see the following trends in the technology that makes the products different. So first of all, connected. So technology are becoming much more connected so connected home and that means are that the the software and the hardware are working together to make the life for the consumer easier and that's very important so if our products are very easy to connect because yeah if you have a connected product it's difficult to connect or you say my god it doesn't find the wi-fi yeah why why even bother that's the first thing second what we're seeing is artificial intelligence is going to help to predict or to even make sure that the performance of the product gets better gets faster so technology to help you to spend less time on household chores so i can give you an example did you know that we have an iron and that iron recognize what fabric the iron is ironing oh wow and that means that the temperature and also the amount of steam is adapted And it goes within a second. So when you go from jeans, where you need a lot of temperature and a lot of steam, you go to silk, Hmm. where it it reacts immediately. Hmm. And the sole plate is made in such a way that you can never burn any fabric. Impossible. When you go from silk to whatever. So, simple example, 
but helps when you're ironing to do it faster, not burn anything, and you know that artificial intelligence is helping you. So. Very cool. You you just touched a chord because I mean I I wear a lot of clothes that are mixed fabric. Yes. And so I need I need such an iron. Thank you. <laughs> well, just buy a good Philips steam iron. <laughs> And you have it. Uh, shameless plug in there. <laughs> okay. Uh, but uh, back in 2021, uh, your company, just like many other legacy companies, they transitioned to a digitally focused enterprise. Yes. Uh, which also began using data-driven decision-making. How has your company benefited from incorporating integrated end-to-end processes, a robust data management and advanced analytics system, um, AI? Um, and also, it would be really cool to understand uh, the the relationship with Philips there. Yes. Yeah. Now, we were spun off from Royal Philips. Ah. So, we used to be part of Royal Philips, but we now are a standalone company. So, you might best compare it that we left the mothership and we are now in a speedboat. And we are focused on home, home appliances. And that meant that in the first two years, we used all the IT system of Philips. Mm. But of course, the moment that it was decided that we'd be spun off, um, I then basically took the leadership of that new unit. And one of the first things that I did is to work together with other companies to give us a digital fundament. Or in other words, we went from legacy software in service, service, more focused on healthcare because Philips is moving more and more to healthcare. Right. And Fazuni is more and more moving to home appliances. Yeah. So from B2B, Royal Philips, to B2C, consumers, Fazuni. And that meant that we worked over the last two and a half years where we have changed our complete IT landscape. Mm-hmm. And we are now in the cloud, digitally enabled. And that gives us a very strong platform to very quickly innovate. Hmm. But not only in India, but we can do this at the same time because everything is in the cloud worldwide and we sell in over 100 countries. So we are able to start a campaign today in India and to copy that campaign tomorrow in, for instance, Germany. Right. Because it is all on the same platform. So the first benefit is the speed. Hmm. It will help speed. The second is um, is where we see in factories that it can help drive um, uh, performance, uh, savings, doing things smarter with AI, with lean, etc. Hmm. The third thing is what we see is that some of the tasks can be automated. Oh, if you, for instance, today um, want to make an appointment with a hairdresser, chances are very big that you talk to a bot. Hmm. Also in our customer service, some of the tasks that are automated always the same. We guide the consumer very quickly to where he or she wants to go. We do it via bot and then you get a human. So it is the mix between a part artificial intelligence and a part human. And that's what I strongly believe in. I don't think that artificial will take over interaction with human completely. I think it will always be a mix. Yeah, I I agree. Yes, (laughs) because otherwise you would be now talking to a bot. You could be, and and no one would know, right? And no one would know. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, developing great products is, of course, one thing, and taking it to market is another thing. You touched a little bit about that, uh, you know, in your previous answer. But when it comes to consumer behavior, there's been such a huge shift to online shopping. Yeah. Uh, from the way products are discovered online to the last mile transaction, 
The shift has been, you know, it's been dynamically defining and redefining consumer journeys um, over quite a short period of time. Uh, so, in light of all this, uh, Hank, how has Versuni's e-commerce strategy evolved? And you know, I'd like to also know about the local side of things. Since you said, you know, India, uh, you you have a campaign over here and you can probably take it to Germany. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I'm sure that, you know, India and Germany are very different when it comes to consumers. They are very right? different. <laughs> yeah, so tell us so about that. So, it all starts with what we call the shopper journey. Hmm. And the shopper journey has changed. Where, you know, in the in the 20, 30 years ago, before internet took such an uh, enormous flight, you would do window shopping, you would look for shops, you, the, the shop owner or somebody that helps you would give you advice, or you sometimes heard from a friend. Mm. Now the journey starts either offline online, you see a lot of opportunities, uh, you see all the choices, you look to star ratings of product, how people talk about a product, you see small clips on YouTube, So the first starting point is to understand that the consumer journey is changing. And that means that in order to be relevant, and what Fazuni has done is that we want to be present in the beginning of that journey. The second part, when you form your opinion. And in the third part, when you take your decision. Hmm. And the second element that is very important is brand. So the brand... Uh, in our opinion, should be a trusted brand, should be a modern brand. And the brand that people say, hey, I really see that brand, the promise of that brand, I trust that brand. And I know that when I buy that product, you know, there's always somebody for me to help um, when, t- when something goes wrong or when to really enjoy the product because I like the features, etc. And then you come to the third part, and that is, of course, how then to work together with the trade. And that is what we call omni-channel. Right. Because as the shopper journey is omni, you know, the way how people buy products also should be omni. So that could be online, could be offline, or it could be a modern trade, could be with a traditional trade. Um, but the journey is still important. And our strategy is to be there where the consumer is at that moment. Hmm. So that means our communication is focused on that our investments are focused on that. And let's also not forget, we're also there for the after-sales service because we have many, many points of after-sales service, which is very important. Quality is very important. So all of that together makes our strategy. Now, what is now the benefit of Verzuni is that we have the speedboat. So we go very fast. So we mm. react immediately. So uh, I don't know if you know for this, but every day on my phone, I get... Um, from all over the world, the products that have some of the one-star ratings and some of the five-star ratings. Right. And I go to the owner and said, what are you doing about it? Hmm. So this shows the digital power of being all connected. Yeah. Right. And that means you learn faster. So you can do better. So yes, I understand that you say Germany and India are different. Yeah. But both consumers want a great experience. Hmm. Both consumers want a great air fryer. True. Yeah. Only what you put in and the recipes are different. Hmm. So? Has has there ever been a product that you've developed based on consumer feedback? Yes. Tell me about that. So we have uh, made a product where we, where, we, where we started and we constantly asked for feedback. And that product is, for instance, the vertical steamer. So you know 
irons, you push, but you now have a yeah, f- a verti- horizontally. Horizontal. You don't have a exactly. correct. And now you have vertical. So vertical, for instance, cannot be a dry iron. It has to be a steam iron. Hmm. But you know you need a certain power and a certain distance from your garment, and you need to have to hang your garment somewhere. Yeah. And then you slightly go there. So we used all that feedback to understand, okay, how strong should be the steam boost, um, the product, the weight, because if it is five kilo, it's very difficult. It should only be two, three, four hundred grams. Hmm. Uh, how long would you like to steam? And we came at a certain moment to the right balance, where we say four pieces of garment you can steam with the shot of water. That is the perfect amount. Because if you do eight or ten, it becomes too heavy. Right. You carry too much water. And also, you need a break. You need a good cup of coffee. <laughs> and also, if we can, could make it compact. Yeah. That people could also take it with them to travel. So, for instance... Lovely. You know, I steamed this morning my shirt. Uh-huh. I have it with me. Lovely. So, a lot of consumer feedback. Great. Um so Jenny has been the talk of the town since November 22. Uh, and what people don't realize is that AI has been transforming uh, our world for decades. Increasingly, AI has also been incorporated into home appliances to make them more customized and personable. What are some of the popular AI-based Versoni products? And um, since you also teach, uh, right, you teach tech and you've been at SA, SA Barcelona? Yes, or? Barcelona. Uh, ESA Barcelona. Yes. Uh, you teach there. Uh, we'd also like to know what are, what is the future of AI-based gadgets in domestic appliances space? Yeah. So what you clearly see in, uh, in AI is it helps to improve uh, the performance of the product. So I talked a little bit about uh, uh, the garment care, the iron that, that recognized, but let me go to another product that is taking, by the way, uh, India by storm. That's mm. the Philips Air Fryer. And we have an app called the NutriU app, where we have stored hundreds and hundreds of recipes all over the world, also from India. And you can select uh, these, these recipes, you can give comments, and you can send these recipes to your air fryer. And then the air fryer is executing you know, uh, exactly the products that of the, the recipe uh, that you want. And also, um, y- it gives you so a certain amount of feedback. So we start to see that products becoming more and more intelligent. Now, artificial intelligence, yes. So I'm teaching digital transformation, but I have a colleague, a professor called uh, Samsa Samila. He's from Finland, and he is uh, teaching uh, uh, AI. And, and basically, you, you have... Um, the AI that adapts to things what's happening, but you have also what you call the learning, the generative AI. Mm. And what you're starting to see more and more, looking to the future, is there will be combinations between tasks performed by a person and a kind of a helpline of AI, mm. but a helpline that learns. Oh. And that mix is becoming better. Yeah. Mm. So for instance, if you're doing market research, and you need to provide a paper. Now, everybody now knows in chat GPT, you can say, okay, write something about this or this or that. And you get a lot of information. Right. Yeah. But you just don't want to send that. You also need to think about it and you need to craft it. Yes. And then you need to rewrite it, et cetera, et cetera. But it can help you to point you in a certain direction. So we, we strongly believe that one, there are many roads. One of the roads is there is a combination between the power and the creativity of the human being and the power and the creativity of 
internet and right. of AI. Now, that is one of the areas where we see uh, happening uh, happening a lot. Then the second thing that that people always say when it's about AI, yeah, they will replace people or they will replace uh, certain jobs. So they're normally, what I say is that when, when you go back in time and you look, for instance, to, uh, to, uh, to the job of uh, bookkeeping, that was a good job in the 60s and the 70s. True. Yeah. So when you were a bookkeeper, but today if you say I'm a bookkeeper, people look a little bit strange. Says, what does exactly a bookkeeper right. do? And that is it. Because Lotus 1, 2, 3, Windows was launched, Excel files were launched, and then the job of bookkeeper slowly disappeared. And you got the job of analyst, of accountant, business accountant, and all this kind of thing. So technology is also enabling new jobs, new way of thinking. And that is, I think, where where I think is the much more positive way of, of looking at it. Now, I, for India, it is a fantastic opportunity. Yeah. Because in India, there is so much tech industry. There are so many bright people here. You know, They can be connected to all over the world. We know that a lot of outsourcing is happening here. So companies abroad bring certain services here. But the moment you have the services, you can go up in the food chain and more and more add value. And that AI, generative AI, can help you to do so. So I see quite a bright future for the tech uh, industry, uh, especially here in India, uh, to further innovate and to prosper and to blossom. Yeah, recently uh, we were just at the Mint AI Summit and this is exactly what we were all discussing. Every time we discuss AI, India and AI seem to be inevitable. Yes, but you're not the only one. (laughs) You know that. Of course. But you are ahead. Yes, with outsourcing and and with this. uh, And the other thing what I also want to share with you, because I have the privilege of visiting many, many countries, the creativity here in India is really... Um, almost second to none. We call it Jagar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that is, of course, powerful because don't forget AI in a combination with creativity, you know, and, uh, and mindset of, um, of great women and great men, that's very powerful. Awesome. Um, so, you know, when we are talking about India, I think uh, innovation, urbanization, uh, premiumization, all of these are key factors that are driving this market. Um, as per an estimate by retail.com, the small domestic appliances segment in India is worth 2.7 billion euros. And I think according to Statista, this market is set to grow at 4.7% rate annually in the next five years. That's that's quite a bit. Um, I wonder if this is one of the reasons, another one of the reasons actually, to set up uh, manufacturing units in India. And uh, what are your expansion plans here? Yeah. Now, we, we have been uh, over 90 years in India. And uh, Fazuni works with two brands, with the Philips brand, but also with the Pretty brand. And that's a famous brand in the south of India, oh. around Chennai and Bangalore. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a brand uh, that has a very high market share and is very much uh, loved by the Indian consumers in the south. So we work with both brands. So we have um, amplified our factory uh, in Chennai last year. Mm-hmm. 
And um, two days ago, I had the privilege to open uh, a second factory in Amrabad, where we're going to produce um, uh, mixers. We're going to produce the vertical steamers that I just talked about. Right. And we are going to produce there uh, the Philips air fries. We uh, we hope over time to employ around uh, 1,000 people. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, we see a very good opportunity to grow these products um, in in the market in India. You you clearly said uh, it's it's a good market, it's a growing market, it's absolutely true. But what is, makes it for us very interesting and why it fits so well to Philips and to Pretty, it's a market that's very open to innovation. Right. So if uh, if you would say that there is a best better way to frying than to fry in oil, to fry without oil, or adding a little bit olive oil and mm. just having a perfect end result with the Philips air fryer, you would say to me, mm, dreaming. But it is taken India by storm. That's why we have invested in a factory, because we think the product should be made for India in India. Lovely. And we have localized already 75% of all the components. So the plastic, the metal, and some of the technology is coming mm-hmm. also from India. So here you see that technology, the Indian market, and also um, our passion for bringing great innovations to Indian households can work very well together. So right. I was very happy uh, with that second factory. Um, uh, so we're looking uh, to the future uh, with a lot of confidence here in India. Lovely. And uh, is innovation a part of it? I mean, these are manufacturing units that we are talking about. Yes, innovation is part of it because you get a lot of feedback. People hmm. use product. I just gave the example of the vertical steamer, but also in air fry, we get a lot of feedback, for instance, on recipe. Cool, cool. So you make small tweaks to the platform in order to always get a get a better uh, better end result. Hmm. So, for instance, I give an example. Um, we are going to launch, and it's a small secret I already know. Next uh, next month, we're going to launch uh, some accessories to go with the air fryer, mm-hmm. where you can basically come up with great baking options so you can bake a cake in uh, in the air fryer fryer. you can bake a cake in the air fryer (laughs) you can boil an egg in the Mm, air fryer you can toast uh, bread in the air fryer all kind of and of course we have also special uh, Indian like uh, chicken 65 uh, (laughs) all these kind of recipes uh, we have the accessories and these are coming ideas from Indian consumers interesting yes so cool um, lastly, what's your favorite appliance that you think uh, is a must-have in all of the Indian households and why? Yeah, I already I already said it. I think every Indian household should have a Philips air fryer. And the reason is that it no, is... yes, it is a f- Oh, something else, fryer. <laughs> okay, I would say coffee maker. Hmm. I love a very good cup of coffee. Here in India, you have... Great coffee. You produce fantastic coffee. Coffee is becoming more popular. and uh, Coffee has always been a part of our culture. Yes. As tea, tea and coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just love the taste and it uh, wakes me up in the morning. So that's my favorite. Mm. La, 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 la. <laughs> thank you so much, Hank. It was a thank pleasure you. interacting with you. And thank so you very fun. much for having me. So folks, that's it for this episode. You are listening to Mint Etc. You can reach out to us on LinkedIn if you have any questions. Our handles are in the description. This episode was produced by me, Deepthi Ahuja. It was edited by Amrinder Singh. Catch you next week. 
stay updated on this podcast follow us at hd smartcast on all the major social media platforms to listen to more such podcasts log on to www.hdsmartcast.com